Here's today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. The House and Senate agree on their first minibus package of appropriations bills. It includes energy and water, military construction and veterans affairs, and legislative branch appropriations for 2019. The minibus includes nearly $87 billion in discretionary funding for the Veterans Affairs Department. The conference bill also includes $500 million for VA's new community care programs in the Mission Act. But the minibus doesn't fund the Mission Act completely. Senate Appropriations Ranking Member Patrick Lay he says VA will still need $1.6 billion down the road to fund the new community care program. Another group of bipartisan House members speak out against the president's planned pay freeze for civilian federal employees in 2019. A group of 23 House members, mostly Republicans this time, write to President Trump. They're asking the president reconsider and implement a pay raise for federal workers next year instead. Virginia Republican Scott Taylor spearheaded the letter. Virginia Republicans Barbara Comstock and Rob Whitman also signed on. Private debt collectors hired by the IRS encountered resource challenges. The Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration says as of May, private debt collectors spent over $55 million to recover about $56 million in revenue. That's about 1% of the more than $4 billion they were tasked with recovering. The 2015 Fixing America's Surface Transportation or FAST Act requires the IRS to use private debt collectors. The 2018 Combined Federal Campaign starts this week. The Office of Personnel Management says it's updated the CFC online donation system again this year. OPM launched the online donation system for the first time during last year's campaign. It's now the only way for federal employees and retirees to make a donation to the CFC. OPM says the new updates to the online donation system mean federal employees have better access to their pledge information and charity payments. The 2018 CFC runs through January 11th. The CIO shuffle continues across two agencies. The Government Publishing Office and the National Credit Union Administration get new Chief Information Officers. Sam Musa takes over as the GPO CIO after spending the last decade at the EEOC. Musa replaces Tracy Boxley, who left the agency in January. He also worked at the National Weather Service, the FBI, and the National Guard Bureau at the Pentagon. Meanwhile, Rob Foster receives a promotion to CIO from Deputy CIO at the NCUA. Foster joined the Credit Union Administration from the Navy Department in 2017. I'm Jason Miller. SAIC pushes its chips into the race to be the largest federal systems integrator. The rest in Virginia-based company announces plans to buy Angility in an all-stock transaction valued at $2.5 billion. SAIC and Angility saw a combined $6.5 billion in federal revenue in the last 12 months, which will make it the second largest independent systems integrator in the federal market. This is the second big deal for Angility since 2015 when it bought Integrator Task for more than a billion dollars. The Defense Information Systems Agency's Encore 3 small business set-aside is now available to provide information technology assistance. The Encore 3 contract has a $17.5 billion ceiling. It provides services ranging from engineering development to full sustainment. This awarded the Encore 3's full and open large business suite in March, ushering the way for the small business set-aside suite. High operational tempo and lack of focus on flying basics are to blame for aircraft mishaps and safety gaps earlier this year, according to the Air Force. The service ordered a one-day stand-down for all flying and maintenance wings after 23 airmen died this spring from aircraft incidents. 
And the U.S. military continues to move pricey weapon systems out of the way of Hurricane Florence. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. Starting today, the Air Force says it will fly its F-22 Raptor and T-38 Talon jets from Joint Base Langley-Eustis in Southern Virginia to Rickenbacker Air National Guard Base in Central Ohio. Officials say Langley-Eustis has hangars that can withstand hurricane force winds, but there's no reason to take a chance on multi-million dollar fighters. Meanwhile, the Navy started evacuating some 30 ships from the nearby Norfolk Naval Station yesterday, moving them to safe areas of the Atlantic. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.